and welcome back to another episode of Tip of the Antler. Thank you for joining us today. We are thrilled to have you. So who watched the Super Bowl? It was kind of a blowout. Oh, but it was entertaining to watch. Yeah, I know so many Chiefs fans that didn't even watch the whole game. So I didn't watch it, but I'm kind of disappointed because I was rooting for the Chiefs since I saw a TikTok of a Dolphin choosing who was going to win, and he chose the Chiefs. I and saw that And so I'm super disappointed because the Dolphin just lost his whole winning streak. <laughs> Yikes. What do you guys think about the halftime show? Um, I don't know. I mean, he was going for some really, like, much deeper meaning to it. Like, I watched a video, like, debunking it and, like, talking about reasoning for all of it. Uh-huh. I just didn't, like, enjoy it. I thought it was a pretty good halftime show. Um, the Weeknd is one of those artists that kind of delivers wherever he goes, so it's really hard to make a special performance out of it. Yeah, I agree. I, I think my favorite part was when he was, like, walking down the middle with all the people, like, dancing around him. I don't know. I just, I just thought that was really cool. I personally really enjoyed the halftime show. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, so I thought I thought the Super Bowl was pretty good because I was rooting for the Bucs in the first place. So, um, yeah. Tom Brady now has more rings than any franchise in the NFL. So, he's officially the GOAT. Um, <laughs> that's official now. SpaceX launched a prototype spaceship uh, on Tuesday. And the launch was successful. Um, and on its way down, it uh, during the attempted landing, it, it crashed. But the SpaceX team used this as a a learning experience, gather information, and hopefully their next next launch will be successful. Elon Musk believes that once the craft is fully developed, it will be capable of taking people to the moon and to Mars, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, I'm super excited for that, dude. In our lifetime, we're gonna see people colonize mars which is crazy like what if like you or like me went to mars that'd be so cool yeah a special podcast on mars that'd be a good at <laughs> you could shoot a tip of the antler from mars definitely in our dreams <laughs> <laughs> all right so the month of february is black history month the first black history month was actually 1970 and we've been honoring the accomplishments of african americans throughout history since we use this time as a as a month to learn about black culture. And we could do this by like watching films, reading articles and having in-depth conversation with uh, other people. So yeah, we do have to be mindful about the way we um, honor Black History Month. Uh, there's like right and wrong ways to do it. Uh, I, last year, NYU and Loyola and some other universities, they were serving these things called Black History Month meals, which angered a lot of students actually. Uh, they're serving food like watermelon and, and fried chicken. I just think it's totally inappropriate and insensitive of them because there's no real context behind what they're doing. You're not learning anything new by them doing this and you're just feeding into stereotypes. And that's not the right way to, to honor Black History Month. You, should, um, you shouldn't be feeding into stereotypes and you should be trying to educate yourself on history and, and doing things that are productive and not counterproductive. And, feeding into racism. So some ways that I'm enriching myself on Black history, I actually ordered uh, Martin Luther King's last book, Where Do We Go From Here? Community or Chaos. It hasn't come in yet. I think it comes in tomorrow. Uh, I'm excited to read that book. Uh, I was just curious, what are you guys, what are some things that you guys are doing to uh, honor Black History Month? So personally, I like to watch a movie every year called The Green Book. 
And for those of you that don't know, it's about a black musician who travels the deep south with a white Italian chauffeur. And throughout the movie, it delves into a lot of um, kind of sensitive issues that went on during kind of the Jim Crow era of segregation and really addresses them in a really beautiful way. I highly encourage you to watch it. Yeah, I've never seen that um, movie, so maybe I'll, I'll go watch it. Yeah, I was actually, I was listening to a podcast with Kanye and Joe Rogan. And Kanye brought up an interesting point, which I'm not going to get too deep into because he says a lot of controversial things that have two-sided opinions. But um, he, he doesn't think that we should have a specific month for Black History Month. Um, if you guys want to listen to that podcast, it's on YouTube. I think that the only way you can really take part in Black History Month and honor it is just to sip, is to listen and educate yourself from people of color and their experiences and just do better and get to a point where we don't like need a Black History Month maybe just because like equality is actually exists in every way possible and Black History Month is every day of the year. So in honor of Black History Month, we have some representatives from the Winston Alumni of Color Association joining us today. Um, hi, I'm Nankwarith. I am a senior and I am a WACA representative. So Nan, can you tell us a little bit about um, what WACA is, like when you guys started and what your purpose on campus really is? Okay, so WACA is the Winchenden Alumni of Color Association. So what it is, is it was formed by three alumni from the past like three, four years. And what they do is help the students of color at the Winchenden School currently. Um, they just help them navigate their way through Winch and helping them with anything else that they would need outside of Winchenden. So they also help provide like with mentoring if needed. So like just tutoring and anything or needing help with college stuff for seniors or even juniors. And they also help with planning affinity groups for different students of color on the campus as well. And yeah, they do, they do a whole lot. Awesome. If I could take the next question, I was kind of wondering, like, where did the inspiration for Waka kind of come from? Um, I, I don't know how to speak on it, mostly because I didn't put it together. But I would say that their inspiration probably came from their own experiences at the Winchenden School and how they felt that something like Waka could have benefited them a lot as they were there. I think they just felt that it was important to help all the other students of color who are currently at the Winchenden School now. Um, so I was just hoping that you could kind of explain why Waka is important or, or necessary for the Winchenden community. I think that Waka is important for students of color um, at the Winchenden School because as Winchin School is a PWI, which is a predominantly white institution. I feel that um, many students of color sometimes feel like out of place or they feel that they don't get help because maybe the faculty or many of the things at the school might not relate to them as well. And Waka is there to be kind of like a place for them to get the help with people that they can relate to more, if that makes sense. Yeah, also, um, I saw there was an account being run during um, sort of the quarantine period when we were virtual last year, and it was like when students of color voices account, and a lot of students were, were calling for an organization like WACA to exist and saying that it'd be super helpful. So I think that the fact that you guys went ahead and made this program and this support was just an amazing initiative. 
Yeah, I think that account like really did help come up with the idea for it, especially because I don't think many students of color ever, you know, discussed or talked about what really like their experiences that had happened to them. And I think also alumni were like kind of seeing the post and were like, oh, that's crazy. Those kind of things happened to me as well. And I think it's good that some alumni took the initiative and were like, well, maybe you can do something to kind of help this not continue. That makes sense. Yeah, 100% agreed. Um, so what are some events that Waka has led this year and some things you guys plan to do in the future? We've done some sip and paints, which is really just, you know, I think they're just painting and eating some snacks. Um, what else have we done? I think we posted two movies, maybe around two. Yeah, we posted some movies. Um, we've done some affinity groups. We've done the Black slash Latinx affinity groups. I think they've had like three meetings so far. And then the Asian affinity group has also had one meeting. And I think they have another one coming up soon to celebrate the Lunar New Year as well. They also have hosted some seminars that are college-based for like seniors of or at the school. So they had some HBCUs that College Counseling and WACA kind of worked together to put together and they came to talk to us. And we also had another seminar on how to save money and financial aid and all that stuff as well for seniors, yeah. What are some things students can do to be more involved with WACA and steps we can take to be a more diverse and inclusive community? As much as it is for students of color, WACA also is there ultimately for everybody on the campus. In the steps to like take or the steps to make the community or campus more diverse and inclusive, I would say that one thing is to, you know, I think what the campus is doing now is going well, which is just starting very slowly on making us all more aware of what's happening on our campus as a whole, which I think is honestly the best we can do now. And I think as the school continues to go on with having like discussions on what's happening, not just in the campus, but also in the world as well with um, diversity and inclusion, inclusion, yes. So I, I think WACA was a, a great addition to the Winchester community. And I was just wondering if you know what some of the plans or, or goals that uh, WACA maybe has for the future, uh, if you could speak on that, or if you know anything about that. I think WACA is hoping to host a lot more events, hopefully. I know like COVID has kind of like, kind of hindered that, but um, more events that also are for everyone in the school that would just be sponsored by WACA. Um, they're also hoping to create more um, affinity groups. So I know there was talks of having um, women of minority um, affinity group as well, which would just be women of color and also women who are part of the LGBTQ community and just a lot more. Um, I think the goal in all is to help to create a safe environment for every single student on the on the campus. So meaning that they would create affinity groups for everyone who feels that they would need one. And just all in all, making sure that all the students have a place to go to just to feel like at home and feel like they have a community at the school that cares about them. And yeah. I just want to real quick say doing is so important and I was reading all of those Instagram posts and 100% like 
heard what the students were saying and agreed with them. And I'm so glad program now out there that's actually working to create solutions or just create support in general. And I, and I think everyone that's listening and just all students on campus should pay a lot, pay more attention to what WACA is doing and be more involved and just to make Winchenden a better and more diverse and inclusive community because it's, it's everybody's job, not just students of color's job. And I just think it's really important that we all play a role in this. Okay, so we're gonna kind of like wrap things up here. Um, I was just wanting to know if you have any final words or messages that you would like to share with the Winchenden community. If not, um, it's perfectly okay. Um, I don't think I have anything, but thanks for, you know, inviting me. Yeah, thanks of course, for... pleasure. Certainly, thank you for coming on today. Bye, have a good night. Bye, you too. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, a couple closing things is just the Valentine's Day Forum is closing today after classes. Make sure you sign up. We've already got like 60, so you don't want to be lonely on Valentine's Day. Um, there's no pressure to it. You can hang out, talk to the person as much or as little as you want. Did you say so 60? There's 60 of them that were submitted? All right, that's a lot for Winch, okay? Great matchmaker, trust her. I'm a great matchmaker. I think everyone who signed up is gonna be really happy with who I gave them. I think it's a great way to meet new people and get out of your comfort zone, guys and girls. So make sure you sign up. We also have new um, social media managers. Um, Sophia and Zoe um, are now taking over our Instagram. So if you're not already following it, make sure you do. And it's not too late to join, especially if you're a underclassman. Make sure you, you let me know if you're interested. There's like, we're coming up with new roles every day. So if there's something you want to do that's not even a thing yet, just bring it up and we'll talk about it. Put any ideas or questions that you have. And as always, we'll see you next time.